in all the wealth that we're seeking constantly, in all the greater opportunities, the wanting more, all the things we think we desire, there's actually a constriction in that. There's actually a limitation in that. Because when we start to put things down, we realize the enormous wealth in less. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high-achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when, well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Welcome to 2024. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this year is going to be a great year. Welcome. Welcome to your 2024. So exciting. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about January 2023 as I was anticipating the year ahead and, you know, making our intentions for the next year. I want you to just take yourself for a moment back to January 2023. Could you even have guessed what would happen in the year ahead? I mean, you knew what you wanted to see. You had some intentions, I'm sure, whether it was around your business or around your own health or around your happiness or around your wealth. Maybe it was all of those things. You had an idea of what you wanted. But could you even have dreamed in your wildest dreams what actually transpired? Isn't it crazy to think of it that way? I love remembering and reminding myself that in the unknown lies enormous possibility and hope. That's where it lies. Possibility doesn't lie in prediction. It doesn't lie in control. If you, in 2023, in January 2023, if you could have laid out your year exactly how you wanted it to go, and everything came true the way you predicted it, you would have missed so much. I know, I know, maybe your year turned out with some pain or loss or fear, but guys, that's inevitable. Those things are going to happen. Those are a part of our human condition. That's a part of the ups and downs. That's a part of the journey. But how much wealth of new information new connection, new opportunities, new opportunities for learning happened during your 2023 that you could never have anticipated. I love imagining that because right now here, January 2024, we are on the precipice of another exciting year of possibility. And of course, that's the mindset that we should use when we approach it because it doesn't help to anticipate all the uncomfortable things, the loss and the unexpected mistakes and unexpected outcomes. 
if those things make you feel bad, then it just puts you in a place where you don't even want to start trying anything, right? You don't even want to put one foot forward if you already anticipate failing. But it's in looking forward with excitement and hope and possibility and being open to outcomes that we could never even dream of. That's where the magic lies. And one of the things that holds us back and weighs us down is this constant need for more. You know, this last week, I was um, traveling with my family, just the five of us, my husband and my three kids. And if you've listened to the podcast at all, you know that's one of our deepest values is travel. And I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to do so. And we went away, just the five of us, to this tiny little resort. I use the word resort very loosely (laughs) because all the components of a resort were not there, but I'll explain. It's a little archipelago of huts over the water, which sounds and is enormously romantic. These little huts in Panama on the Pacific Ocean, literally on stilts in the water and no land anywhere nearby. I mean, behind us were some mangroves, but no land. You couldn't walk anywhere except for in between the nine little huts and the main area where there was a kitchen. We were had no Wi-Fi. There was intermittent electricity because of some solar panels, but it wasn't enough to charge devices. <laughs> and you know where I'm going with this. We didn't have reliable hot water to shower in and no entertainment. There wasn't planned activities for my three teenagers or my husband and I. It was literally us and whatever books we brought with us and a pack of Uno cards, deck of Uno cards and a deck of regular cards and water as far as the eye could see. I mean, we were so blessed to be able to see the beautiful water life. There were some dolphins that would swim by. I mean, let's not miss the fact that this was absolutely beautiful, pristine And all the stuff that we usually rely on was not there. All that stuff, extra clothes, we we packed very minimally, um, things to do, keep you busy. It's so interesting that we become so dependent on all the extra stuff and we keep striving for more of it. You know, and especially when we look at the year ahead, we think, well, I want more impact. I want more speaking opportunities. I want more patience. I want more clients. I want more money in my account. And when you start to strip those things away, what's left behind? And so for seven days, we put ourselves in this situation, three teenagers and two business owners, very dependent on Ability to communicate with their team, with their clients, with their patients, with their, you know, with all the people, right? We've become so reliant on these things in our pockets that make accessibility instantaneous. And we were suddenly without them for seven days. So what happens when you put yourself in a situation like that? When you actually find yourself in a situation of less? What happens when you pull yourself out of your comfort zone? You don't have those usual things you have to rely on. You know, I didn't have my supplements or my usual diet. I had to just eat what was available in the kitchen there. And it was the same thing, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We had plantains, rice, and fried fish every meal. (laughs) That was it. That was what we ate every meal for seven days. 
you know, we've become so reliant on eating healthy and eating fresh, fresh food. And at least I have been that way this past year. Suddenly I didn't have it anymore. And all the practices that my teenagers had become dependent on for their, you know, mental health also suddenly gone. Of course, we had an opportunity to, you know, do yoga, our own yoga, stretching and our own meditation. And we brought books to read. But what else happened was when we stripped away all these other excesses, it meant lots of time with ourselves. That's one another. All the fancy things, the certifications, the money, the doctorates, the purchases, the things were not there, were not available to us. In fact, we realized how often those things get in the way, how often the excesses get in the way of us connecting to the true greater wealth, which was connecting with ourselves and with one another. If I can tell you the peace and enormous love and enormous wealth and abundance that I felt in those it, that whole week, it was like I could lose everything and I would be fulfilled. I could everything could go away, and I would be the happiest woman on earth. All those other things mean nothing. They really don't. When we strip away and we let go of all the attachments, we start to see ourselves for who we really are and see one another. I think so often in business, we get so caught up in who we are as relates to our external sources, our external validation, our external measurable components of our wealth or our impact or our presence in the community, right? We look at numbers. Those are things that are measurable. How many patients do you have? How many smiles did you perfect last year? How much money do you have in the bank? How many shoes do you own? How many speaking events have you spoken at this year? How many books have you written, right? These things are measurable. How many degrees do you have? And it's so interesting because We've heard this before many times as well, is when someone says, who are you? What do you answer with? You answer with all these accolades or achievements. I'm an orthodontist. I'm a business owner. Even I'm a mom. But when we strip away all those external components, who are you really underneath? And when we strip them away, we start to really see ourselves. So who are you? Who are you in a place where none of those external things matter anymore? You know, I love putting myself outside my comfort zone, something that I encourage with my whole family, and we've lived this way, and that's why we like to travel to very remote places. And there's always an added component of discomfort that we didn't realize and we, this happened on this trip as well. One of the things that we had the great opportunity to do was jump out of our little cabin into the water. So we thought, we're going to be snorkeling all week. That's, that's amazing. That's all there is to do here. So let's just do it all week. Let's swim and snorkel. And there's some really cool reefs under, you know, near the 
the buildings and beautiful sea life, some starfish and some really cool schools of fish. And on the very first day, my husband and I were snorkeling out there and the kids were kicking behind us. And all of a sudden I felt Killian tap my shoulder and point, said, get out of the water. It wasn't a shark, guys. <laughs> it's usually not nature that's threatening. It's usually humans, right? And what he had noticed was under our buildings, under these little cabins, there was PVC piping, which was taking away the waste. The septic system was literally a row of PVC pipes that was taking all the excrement in the toilets, the black water down and taking them deep into the mangroves. And what had happened was in several areas, this PVC pipe had disconnected and there was literal poop dripping into the water we were swimming in. Killian was like, get out. So, of course, we reported it to the people. Nothing happened. What we then came to learn was that this level of sanitation is kind of acceptable down there. The ocean washes away your poop. And although we knew this wasn't very sanitary and we knew that this wasn't a very good thing, it was our situation for the next seven days. It's kind of where we were going to live. We actually looked at some other resorts in the area nearby and they all have very similar levels of expectation in terms of what they do with their sanitation and with their water. They had made it clear when we got there not to drink the water coming out of the taps and in the shower to keep your mouth closed. And we knew that. They'd made it clear that we were going to rinse our toothbrushes with bottled water. And that's when we realized, oh, even the water coming out of the shower is contaminated. And I tell you this because... It put us another level outside our comfort zone. And when you step outside your comfort zone to that extent, who are you? And that was the miracle of what happened in our week in Panama, is we got to discover who we really were, what our outlook could be in the face of being outside our comfort zone. And that's really all it was. I mean, none of us got sick last week. We all were in paradise literally watching the sun rise and the sun set and dolphins swimming outside of our beautiful little cabin on the ocean, away from all stresses and worries. We had food available to us every day. I mean, we were in paradise and we were also in a place where there was very poor sanitation. Now, where were we going to put our attention and our focus? We had this whole week together. It was planned. It was paid for. Nothing was going to change. We could have thrown our hands up and canceled everything and gone back home. We could have focused on all the problems. Or we could really tuck into recognizing the learning and the opportunity for enormous wealth with so much less. I was so proud of my kids because they were very quickly, very uncomfortable immediately recognize their discomfort, their fear. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Little anger stepped in there, I'm not going to lie. But then when we sat with it and realized, guys, here we are, what are we going to do with ourselves? Are we going to enjoy ourselves or are we going to sit in the misery and the discomfort of it? And what came out of it was 
beautiful awareness of the wealth that we do live in back home. Suddenly, my kids realized, oh, wow, we are so lucky to turn on our taps and drink the water coming out of them, that we can actually go to the bathroom and flush our toilet paper down the toilet and not even think about it, that we can have the opportunity to eat fresh food, to enjoy salads, to enjoy healthy food and not need to live on fried food all the time. I mean, all of these things we take for granted and how much wealth there is in less. When we strip away all that excess, we really learn who we are and we learn the wealth that is available to us right now. I'm not saying that any of us should not dream big dreams. I mean, that's what moves the world forward. That's what creates progress and evolution and new experiences. Yes, we should always strive for more. But how good it is to recognize the wealth in less. And, you know, really, this really spurred for us each a desire to let a few things go this year. We realize, wow, we carry so much stuff with us that we really don't need. And I don't mean just physically, but mentally and emotionally. So what have you been carrying with you this past year that has been weighing you down or more importantly, blinding you from the wealth that you already have? Because none of those external things have any indication of the value of who you are. If you were to lose everything tomorrow, everything, your title, your wealth, your house, your car, everything, who would you be? And let that not instill, instill in you fear or anxiety, but man, enormous awe, because you are so capable. You don't need any of that stuff. So how cool would it be to go into 2024 with these beautiful big desires, beautiful dreams of more, whatever that is for you, and also know that you don't need any of it. It's just fun. It's just open possibility and excitement. And maybe the dream is just your directional compass, but the outcome is the exciting possibility in the unknown. You don't know what it's going to be when you get there. We sure didn't know what we were going to get when we got to Panama. We had an idea. Oh, it was going to be a beautiful beach vacation in the sun, swimming, snorkeling. But I had no idea the beautiful wealth of insight and the connection that my family was able to achieve when we were challenged, when we were put in a place of really focused time, quality time with one another, and then this added component of being outside our comfort zone and really learning about each other and about ourselves. Whew. I mean, that's worth 10 times what we paid for that vacation. We lose sight of the deeper wealth that lies in who we are. That's really where the magic is. We lose sight when we're so blinded by all the extra stuff. Who we are is so much more valuable than what we have or what we call ourselves. And letting go of what doesn't serve you means 
taking a moment to recognize what that actually is. So as you're going into 2024, I challenge you to ask yourself again and again, what are you letting go of? But what would allow you to see yourself for who you actually are when you can put down those fancy glasses that really blind you to the magic? So right about now, I do want to let you know that January 2022, oh, January 2024 on the 22nd, excuse me, the doors close for Radical Happiness 2024. So this is the magic of this incredible course. I welcome you. If you have been listening to this podcast for some time now, you need to be in Radical Happiness for Practitioners. It is an incredible nine-week course that allows you to really see yourself. You do not have to go to a place in Panama in the middle of nowhere where there's nothing to do and burn down everything that you have and let go of everything you have to start tapping into that beautiful power that is within you. That is how we do it in Radical Happiness. Radical Happiness is an incredible program to learn the power within you, to step into your greater power and to find happiness. Because sometimes we get lost in what other people expect of us, in other people's definition of success. And in the comparison with others, we lose focus of the power that was within us. And I don't believe that you have to hit rock bottom or you have to lose everything to finally gain perspective on what matters in life. I believe you can be an enormously successful dentist, an enormously successful speaker or consultant or coach, and really be in touch with the happiness and the inner fulfillment that is only achieved when you see yourself for who you really are. And that's what we do in Radical Happiness. So join me. I'll put an, a link in the show notes. I would love to see you there. If you've been listening to this podcast for some time now and you just want to see this actualizing in your life, where you actually feel radically happy every single day. I mean, I called it that for a reason. Because so many times we think, well, I can't be really happy. I'm just going to always be stressed and working this hard. That's the life I've chosen for myself. Well, guess what? I'm inviting you to actually tap into the radical nature of happiness. And you know what's so cool about it? We thought all along that success would bring us happiness. That's really the exact opposite. When you tap into your power of serving your own happiness, that's when greater success actually comes. All those checks and bigger numbers in your bank account actually happen when you tap into your happiness. It's the exact opposite. Because success does not lead to happiness. It doesn't. It's, it's a fallacy. It's a never-ending cycle, a never-ending spiral of reaching for more, reaching for more, reaching for more, and having this very limited perception of success and happiness, right? You feel really excited about it for a moment, and it just dissipates so quickly. It's the exact opposite. Happiness leads to sustainable success. Let me show you how. So join us for Radical Happiness for Practitioners 2024. It starts January 22nd and the doors close on the 18th. So I will leave a link in the show notes and 
If you also want to check it out, just go to my website, www.thebizofhappiness.com. You'll see the availability there. I am so happy to talk to you about it and see if this course is right for you. It will change your life. And remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business of Happiness podcast. If this episode brought you new perspective and value, I invite you to subscribe so that you catch all upcoming episodes and leave us a review. And if you know of a friend or colleague who could benefit from this perspective, share this episode with them and empower their day. For more information about the Business of Happiness and the Radical Happiness for Practitioners course, find me on www.thebizofhappiness.com. See you there. Thank you.